This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Well, my name is Jane TJ and you're listening to Otago Access Radio. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to Global Youth NZ on 105.4 FM. It's currently 4pm and uh, we are in a very sunny and beautiful day here in Dunedin. And joined with me in the studio is the wonderful Jay. Kia ora everyone. Thank you Jaden. Um, yeah, it is such a lovely day yeah, today. Yeah, how good is the weather, eh? I'm loving it. <laughs> Honestly, so good. You know, I think that, um, you know, this is actually the first proper summer that I've spent here in New Zealand because usually I go overseas, but because of COVID, obviously, you know, that's yeah. not an option at the moment. But uh, so I'm really, I'm really hoping that we have some great weather just like today. Yeah, and around now we'd actually be coming off school as a senior because usually we'd go into study leave. Yes. But we're still at school actually yeah but next week is for most new zealand schools Mm -hmm. maybe apart from up north i'm not sure it's not sure what's going up in there (laughs) you know (laughs) um but uh it is like our last full week next week and uh, i think that's actually crazy um but uh yeah yeah awesome yeah so today's show very special show well so today um kind of our theme topic would be, um, what's it like growing up brown, being brown yeah. and like what experience we've had and stuff. So I'm very hyped for this today's show and we do have a special guest, but you guys will find out soon. Yes. So uh, yeah, just like Jay said, today's show is going to be about growing up brown. And uh, if you didn't know, uh, so Jay is a uh, hundred... Sorry, yes, Fijian Indian, 100% yeah. Fijian Indian. Yeah. I am 50% Indian, yeah. Singaporean Indian. Yeah. And um, our guest today, who will be revealed later, is Pakistani. So I think, you know, be, even though we are all kind of from different Indian regions or like in we're you know, different countries, we're South still. Asians. Yeah, we're, we're representing South Asians. And uh, I'm sure today is going to be an awesome show. But uh, we're going to head into song break. So stay tuned.
Access Radio, online and on demand at oar.org.nz. This is number one champion sound, yeah, yeah Estelle, we about to get down. get down. Who the hottest in the world right now, just touched down in London town. Bet they give me a pound, tell them put the money in my hand right now. Yes. Set up a motor, we need more seats, we just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. What's your persona about this Americana? Rhyme am I shallow? Cause all my clothes designer. Uh, dress smart like a London bloke. Before he speak, his suit be spoke. And you thought he was cute before. Look at this peacoat, tell me he's broke. And I know you ain't into all that. I heard your lyrics, I feel your spirit. But I still talk that cat ass. Cause a lot of wags wanna hear it. And I'm feeling like Mike at his baddest. Like the picture they gladdest, and I know they love it, so they hit with all that rubbish. Would you be my lover? Would you be mine? Would you be my lover? Would you be mine? Could you be my lover? Would you be my American boy? American boy. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. 
Youth Zone app. Podcasts, videos, gig guides, and live streaming radio made right here in Dunedin just for you. Get it now from yznz.app or the Google Play Store. Thanks to Chorus and the Gig City Digital Community Trust. But I don't do too well with apologies I hope I don't run out of time Cause someone call a referee Cause I just need one more shot Have forgiveness I know you know that I made those mistakes Maybe once or twice And by once or twice I mean maybe a couple of hundred times So let me, oh let me Redeem or redeem on myself tonight Cause I just need one more shot Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? Single piece of the blame if you want me to But you know that there is no innocent one in this game for two I go, I go, and then you go, you go out and spill the truth Can we both say the words and forget this? Yeah Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body Oh on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. 
Kia ora everyone, welcome back to Global Youth NZ. You're listening to 105.4 FM. Um, I'm your host today, Jerushka, alongside Jaden. Hello guys. And um, funny story, we do have a guest in we studio do. today. You know, it's been a, a while, it's been a fat minute. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, first because of, of COVID, uh, you know, so obviously we couldn't really uh, do actual like... Yeah. shows here in the studio um, but and we actually do still have a few restrictions here in the studio mm-hmm. so if you're wondering why Lily isn't here today mm-hmm. it's because when we do there's a max limit of three people yeah. which is a little bit uh, yeah it's a little bit frustrating at times but I think that you know we're just trying to keep everyone yeah. safe yeah know? and I think that we're just happy that you know we can finally have a studio guest yeah. and it's very important to comply with the rules yeah. don't, we don't really want to be kicked out or anything yeah no <laughs> so yeah um, uh, what, what, what would I say Introducing our yes. guest for today, um, the wonderful Sakina Goss. Hey, <laughs> I am not used to having a microphone in my face, so this is really weird. No, but you're doing fine. Thank you. And um, <laughs> I'm just a natural. What can I say? One hundred percent. Great. But yeah. Um. So today's topic of today's show is Jaden. Yes, it is growing up brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. Bef- before the song break, we talked about our different ethnicities. So me being Fijian Indian and Jane being Singapore Indian and um, Sakina being from Pakistan. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes. So <laughs> today um, we thought we'd uh, discuss a few things that we've found. What does it actually mean to like grow up brown, mm. especially being um, in a different country from where we come from and just like what that's kind of been like for yeah. us i think that like you know um growing up here you know in in new zealand obviously we do have like the privilege you know of being able to experience this new zealand culture alongside mm. our own you know um and i think that it's very awesome to actually contrast these two cultures you know and to see but uh, yeah, so for anyone listening, this is a little bit of an insight into, you know, maybe it's not necessarily the same for every brown person, you know, yeah. um, but just for what we see, you know, in our own lives. Yeah. But yeah. And I thought there you'll definitely find some maybe similarities as well as differences. And I feel like, yeah, we're just here to share a bit about ourselves. Yeah. So why don't we start with Sakina? What, tell us a bit about yourself, what school you go to and <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Are we on the spot? Yeah. Do you remember what school you go to? <laughs> okay, so um, I'm year 13 this year and I go to Queen's, which is really fun. Um, oh wait, what else do I need to say? Well, um, anything else you want to share about yourself, I guess? Well, next time I'm heading off to like uni, maybe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Honestly, I have no idea where I'm going next year. I've applied to everything, but I haven't heard back from anyone. Really stressful, but you know, we'll get there. Any hobbies, interests, passions? Honestly, my hobbies include doing nothing. I literally, I literally cannot think of a single thing I do in my spare time. Like it's I, really bad. I can think of plenty. I know she's a keen debater. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, extremely keen. <laughs> I love it. Did not get dragged into it at all. Not at all. Um, but yeah, I think you guys can work out where we met at school, obviously. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to Queens last year, um, meeting Sakina while doing debating was like the best thing that's ever happened to Aww, me. Oh, that's so sweet, <laughs> Jen. That's so sweet. Gonna make me and cry. Since then, we've we've developed a really strong bond. Some may call us cousins. 
People do think we're cousins. I actually thought you guys were cousins. <laughs> like, I thought you guys were actually, like, I'm, literal related cousins. I don't want to say this on radio, but we kind of maybe fooled, like, half our school that we're actually yeah. cousins. Well, yeah, you fooled me. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. And you're a brown person, so. Yeah, no, it's because <laughs> I, I call my non-cousins cousins, too, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, I actually thought that you guys <laughs> were, like, little cousins. And then I saw on Sakina's Instagram bio, like, the Pakistani flag. And I was like, but I thought, I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, nice. Like, but like, if you're, I was like, maybe second cousins then, or like third yeah. Oh, cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nice. resemblance is there, I think. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, and the eyes. Mm. The eyes. The eyebrows. Yeah. I think I think all our eyes and eyebrows look the same. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if I can say that. Really? But, yeah. I think like you and Skinner share the same same shape at this point. Mm. Yeah. And and the, and, cool. and the hair, they both have a oh, really yeah. nice haircut, mm-hmm. sporting look today. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but um, yeah. So it's been quite an interesting experience, and I don't know. I think like I feel really, really lucky that I do have a friend who I can like relate to on another level. It makes things so much easier, I mm-hmm. think, because you don't you feel less alone. Yeah, and like you just have this shared experience without even knowing. And I also find that with you as well, Jaden. So. Yeah. Very sweet. Great times. <laughs> but yeah, um, introducing kind of the first um, subtopic of our topic today. Um, we thought we might, because we all share this quality, having immigrant parents. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we thought we'd like maybe just start off with a few positives. <laughs> Yes. As well as maybe some of the not so great things about it as yeah. well. But there's not too many. Just saying. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so yeah, maybe Jen, do you want to start off with like your experience? Yes. Yeah. Well, so for me, I am half Singaporean Indian, and my mm-hmm. other half is Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like a hundred percent Asian, you know. But uh, so half would be like southeast, and the other half would be like south. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe my upbringing would be slightly different to your guys, you know. Yeah. Um, in you know having that kind of other ident- yeah, influence from yeah. a different culture but I would say there are probably similar things you know um, one thing that I would say is that um, I think that families just like in general are just so tight knit you know what I mean and I think that mm-hmm. that's one thing that uh, is always so amazing you know whenever you go to like those family functions and you have like 50 cousins just like just <laughs> yeah. like in the house you know and then like that one little room where like all of the like cool cousins hang out in the cool cousins. Yeah. you know and then where like this one older cousin brought GTA 5 from <laughs> you know like from his games little cupboard and brought it for everyone yeah and then all the food and mm. everything and all of the dads like you know getting a little drunk and like <laughs> and having we debates and stuff and all the mums hey I don't know I think yeah, it's and just then, yeah and all the um like you know grandma granddad age coming up to be like I remember when you were just a yes. little like, oh, and I used to change your diapers and I was like what are you even meant to say to that yeah you're like sorry I don't know who you are <laughs> yes and I, I think that it's it's quite cool like I think that it's something that obviously might not be like it's not just like just brown culture but I think it's mm. one thing that uh, we're striving yeah, yeah we definitely do <laughs> so how about you guys um definitely I agree like the strong family connections like I don't know it's probably not just specific to South Asian families but we tend to have really big families like oh yeah massive <laughs> like you know my grandmother she has eight siblings wow and we're actually like pretty close to like all eight of them and they're all spread out through the world and I mean 
I sometimes forget that they're my grandmother's siblings. Like they definitely feel more like uh, auntie un- uncle vibe in mm-hmm. terms of like family, mm-hmm. you know, and like all their fam, uh, all their like children and stuff. Like through the generations, we're just like all really close, and that just feels like so amazing to know that like you know you've got family out there. You know, even um, though sometimes you're not super close because of the distance and stuff, and especially with COVID. But like yeah, I think that's something that. Um, that they do like thrive in like having this mm. huge yeah. kind of family support there um as well as what i find um is really great about our cultures is just like how well we embrace our cultures and like really like vibrant colors yeah. and festivals and just like everyone getting involved in something in the food the do food I, is spectacular. Do I, do I need to get started <laughs> on the food? The food is just, like, beyond amazing. And, yeah, I think those are some things that really stick out to me. Yeah. Um, and what we kind of carry on mm-hmm. in any way possible, like, being here, like, there are Indian restaurants out there, as well as, like, home cooking. It's really good. Um, but, yeah, what about your experience, Sakina? Because um, I know that you don't uh, – all your family is still, like, in Pakistan and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So over here, it's just, like, the four of us plus my dog. So – yeah, like five. But you know, um, I think when my parents moved here, we managed to they managed to like make a really tight knit community of like all the other daisies. And I think it was like a really big part of my childhood growing up because you know I've been to like Diwali functions, I've been to like purges and like other prayers, and I just it really allowed me to like embrace other cultures yeah. and learn so much about them as well mm-hmm. about forming like really special connections with like other people. I think I'm really grateful for that aspect of my childhood. Yeah, 100%. It's a good thing you mentioned there. I think, like, even though we've all, like, come over to, like, a new country or whatever, we, like, find out people. Yeah, we always, like, <laughs> come together somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something so special. Like, when you see someone, like, I would be like, hey, you, you Singaporean? You know? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, are you Tamil? Can you give me a discount? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know you. I know you. I know you. I know you. What village are you from? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Funny. But like, all jokes aside, yeah. Like, I think that, you know, I think there's always a special bond when you see someone that that relates to your cultures and in, in your culture. You know, it's just like, yeah. just one of those things. You know what I mean? And I think that's what happened to me and Jay. Because when I saw Jay, I was like, like someone else who can like relate to me like mm-hmm. so much. And you I think like, oh. it helps so much as well. Yeah, it really does. And just like previously, we just like share a look and we just know what we're talking yeah. about. We talk about eyebrows. Yeah, definitely. And some other, what do you guys think of some other like um, positive lessons or qualities that you've learned from like your parents? I would say one of the big things is respect, like respect oh, yeah. people. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, and not shading any other cultures, you know, but I think that... <laughs> I think that one thing in brown brown culture and this I think can be applied to Asian culture in general is that um, I think we all always got taught uh, a sense of hierarchy you know and kind yeah. of like um, just like yeah like what you said respect like for people like teachers you know mm. um, or for like you know uh, sanitation workers you know um, fast food work, like you know some of the jobs that may not be like as you know, like high up there, you know, yeah. or like people that work like as public servants kind of kind of jobs, you know. And I think that um, also respecting elders and stuff, you know, respecting older family members, siblings, you know. And I think that sometimes, yeah, the hierarchy is a little bit like, you know, but I think that in general it it's given th- you a, like a pretty like good uh, way to kind of learn how to respect people around you, you know. And mm. also like 
I guess you know when I say know your place, I I don't mean that in like a negative way, but kind of kind of understand you know that like you know that like for example parents you know sacrifice so much for you you know mm-hmm, so like yeah. you want to show your respect to that sacrifice you know so yeah yeah and I think it's a thing there is like just like they kind of humble us oh yeah not definitely <laughs> like all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it yeah. Um. And do you have anything else to add I think there? another thing is perseverance because, you know, obviously, like, our families, they've come from, like, different backgrounds and, like, moving to New Zealand, like, a new place <laughs> with, like, predominantly, like, Western culture and stuff, it was hard for them to be, like, able to adapt. So I think I learned a lot about perseverance from my parents just in that aspect because, you know, they had to go through a lot of things to be able to provide me and my father with the things that we have today. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, I really learned from that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very special what they kind of taught us. And that's not something you can be taught in a classroom. Not really. No. You can never, like, kind of, you know, it's all about um, life lessons, life mm-hmm. experiences that kind of make them stronger. And, like, that kind of um, strength that they display, that, like, definitely has a huge yeah. inspiration kind of for you as well. And another thing this is kind of uh, relevant for you guys, especially, um, oh, well, you're not 18, but you are <laughs> going to university next year, Jaden. Mm, yes. But, like, you know, how they don't actually expect us to, like, move out at 18. It's such a blessing. That, and eh? they don't expect us to, like, pay rent or anything because I know so many people who are, like, staying with their parents, but yeah. their parents are like, oh, like, you're going to have to, like, pay rent every week. <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> You're the child, but I don't know. Yeah, I think everyone uh, within the family, it's a bit different, but I definitely think they they are more comfortable with, like, you choosing to stay at home after high school and just until you, like, get a... Like, they're always very supportive of Mm -hmm. you, no matter how old you are. Oh, yeah, definitely. I guess that can turn into, like, you becoming, like, very dependent on them, but, like... (laughs) (laughs) um, But I think it's a good thing at some times. Yeah, I'd say so, too. I think that it's, uh, yeah, like, interesting you hear like uh all of these stories of kids getting kicked out at 18 yeah you know out of their parents house but then you know i think our parents are kind of like no stay stay, stay. for a little more just a you tiny know. longer um yeah anyway so now that we've talked about the positives <laughs> i, <laughs> okay, I, I don't want to i don't want to say uh negatives but let's just say maybe some things that struggles struggles, struggles or a bit, yeah. bit more, something more uh challenging uh-huh. um one thing that i will say uh first before we dive into this is that i guess i I wouldn't want to say that this is like a criticism of any kind you know because i think that at the end of our day uh, at the end of the day like our parents do want the best for us you know yeah. and the way that they that they do things for us you know might not be something that we understand completely or think that it's like the best way you know but i think that like also because we grew up in like a different environment to them our opinions will be different Mm -hmm. and the way that we kind of think towards things will be different too you know so i think that um yeah i guess this this is kind of just like some things that we found a bit challenging you know and growing up yeah and i think like like you said we're just we've all grown up differently like even within this whole like south asian umbrella like everyone grows up differently yeah like not every parent is going to be the same obviously but these are just things that we've picked up and especially it can be hard to deal with when you see like other people around you at school completely living like completely different lives you know and that can kind of put things like 
a bit of like pressure I guess on you yeah but um yeah I think like you said Jaden like this is just what they grew up at, with and how they chose to like react and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a cycle thing at this point yeah, you no, know honestly it's like a ge- like generational cycle there's like no really like way of like explaining I guess to them like hey I think we can do things differently but they're like they yeah. don't see it that way yeah. you know yeah um but yeah I think one of the things um we kind of noticed um is like they're kind of very overprotective at times mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm just gonna put it straight out there yeah because yeah. um, I know that like growing up I, I think when I was really young I was allowed to go to sleepovers but like yeah, same. not like very recently or like maybe last 10 or so years I have not been allowed to go to sleepovers which, mm-hmm. which is a real struggle I yeah. <laughs> what about you? for me it's the same like growing up all my friends have been like having sleepovers and like hanging out, hanging out at each other's house and my parents have this thing like they need to see the friend first for like 5 times before even being comfortable with me like going for a walk with them and you know <laughs> like it's really annoying but I kind of see where they're coming from because like they just want to protect me but at the same time it's like I know who I'm hanging out with and they're not bad people and like the whole sleepover thing like Jay said mm-hmm. like that's always been a struggle for me I'm I only go to like one sleep sleepover a year and that's like a birthday party and that's it like yeah I'm done like normal sleepovers. Yeah, interesting, because for me, I think maybe this might be where the cultural differences kind of start. Yeah. So for me, I've never found my parents to be overprotective. So the thing is, is like, yes, I think maybe uh, more strict per se than other mm. parents, you know. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> like, um, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. <laughs> um, I just yeah, just got something stuck in my throat. But you know, probably different than than other. Uh, but um you know for me like so sleep okay sleepovers i was never allowed to go to sleepovers not a hundred percent sure why until this day but you know i don't (laughs) think that i don't think that it's just a rule you grew up with you just yeah it's just one of those questioning things yeah i just don't like you know friends should just like understand by now that those are just like yeah those are just the expectations i think my friends have given up honestly like they don't even mention sleepovers yeah you know like for me i was actually always you know allowed to just go hang out with friends and stuff even my parents have never met them before um and i was also allowed to go on dates uh just oh, like whenever uh, and stuff. Yeah, like I'll just, I'll just talk to my parents i'll be like oh hey i'm going on a date and stuff you know uh and that would be something very casual uh for <laughs> for me but maybe that's different of you guys yeah, well, I mean, which is great to hear because as we said like all parents are not the yeah. same but these are just like personal experiences mm-hmm. yeah and i think for our listeners out there it might be like something they can relate to for some of them Mm -hmm. so i think it's important it's really healthy to talk about these things i think so too because it helps us like pick out like the bad things well not like the bad things but just like the things that aren't as good as like the other aspects of our culture and if we acknowledge them we can like work on them so then Mm -hmm. you know like other generations don't have to go through it it's always good to take the good in the culture and embrace it fully and then leave the not so good you know all Mm -hmm. the things that are maybe not like socially yeah. acceptable mm-hmm. in this era yeah. compared to yeah. back then you know because times change mm-hmm. and so should views so. and yeah i think it's finding a solution <laughs> you know to things that maybe we struggled with and how we can improve that for future generations mm-hmm. um and i think one of the biggest deals about that is not the fact that you don't get to go to sleep over like okay i'm over that you know yeah i don't, yeah. don't care like, anymore but it's like the fact that you feel like you're missing out on something yeah. FOMO. FOMO. Uh-huh. 
and you're drifting from friends and getting made fun of. That's one of my biggest fears. Like whenever my friends have sleepovers, I'm so scared. Like they're talking like about me behind my back, and I'm like, uh. yeah, a little bit of FOMO, yeah. eh? Um, Which is like normal, I think. Yeah, I but think so too. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it'd be nice if we didn't have to go through that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like it really affects like friendships as well because you get like people start thinking you're like flaky or like unreliable and untrustworthy <laughs> and I'm like this isn't my decision I'm like mm-hmm. if you if you have a complaint like go talk to my parents oh and I don't know if you've ever felt this year but like if you hang out with a friend like on Saturday if you can't even ask about hanging out on Sunday because they're like you had fun yesterday you yeah. can't have fun today <laughs> yeah you know it's funny because like, I feel like you know as you grow up it can either go two ways it can either be like you get more freedom or because yeah. since you're getting older and you're soon going to be independent, you get a little less. Yeah. So I think it's quite interesting I to see. I think it's a mixture for me personally. Yeah, yeah in different too. areas, eh? Yeah. yeah, like I think for me, one main thing for me was like getting my license. And getting the license meant I could do a lot more things. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> but if I had not had that, it would have been a bit more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Um, okay, now I think that this one is probably one of the biggest ones. Uh, probably the academic expectation. <gasps> yeah. You know, uh, and I think when we say academic, in this case, we mean like STEM subjects, academics. So like yeah. math, science. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. English. In, in English. Yeah. yeah. English. So I think that, um, you know, for me, well, I think that there's two parts to this. So first, yes, I think I was, I had a lot of academic pressure from a young age. So mm-hmm. from primary school, I would always be doing Singapore maths and Singapore science and Singapore English oh. um, as my curriculum, you know, apart from the New Zealand curriculum. Um, but that being said, I do think that actually having that um, academic kind of stress, I guess, really uh, actually prepared me very well for what it was going to be like in high school first off and also gave me a huge head start um so like I got shifted up a year and I, I would actually owe that to you know all that academic yeah. kind of stuff um back from when I was a kid and I I don't like looking back I'm very grateful but I think that at the same time you know that like I'm glad like I think from for my parents they never put it to the point where it was totally unbearable but I think there's a line like once you cross it it's yeah. kind of like when is it being like just a little extra push or like an extra push to get to somewhere from that being like uh you know actually now it's eating into like your childhood and it's like you know what I mean and I think another thing you can mention there is like it, it works for some people but not yeah. everyone oh yeah so like if, if it was something that you were really struggling with and you couldn't keep up then it's definitely not a good thing you know yeah and I think um for academic expectations for me I think personally I don't think my parents really ever pushed me I think it was like myself pushing myself and then by creating my own expectations that like then like became their expectations oh yeah no, that, that. that makes sense that you makes know? sense like them like oh she always does well so we expect her to do well mm-hmm. you know because I did that myself kind <laughs> yeah. of thing yeah. Um, but yeah I think in terms of like going on to like career choices and stuff I think my parents <laughs> Everyone in the studio is breaking down over this. I have no idea. Um, Here we go. Career pathways. Hmm. From a very young age, I was told like you have to do this. You have to do this. Oh yeah, no. I got told I had to be a doctor from when I was like three. Like when I was three, they basically sat me down. They're like engineer, lawyer, doctor. Like choose. Choose right. Three-year-old me was like playing with my Barbies. Like 
Well, what even are those? Like, yeah. What's a doctor? Nah. That's you like a surgeon. What's that? I'm pretty sure my parents said they bought me like a fake stethoscope. That thing, yeah. You know, I think that it's it's actually a very interesting thing. Like, yes, so I, my parents, actually, also me, I did want to do, did, I don't actually know which one to use. Um... I did, and maybe, and maybe do want to be a doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like medical doctor. Um, but I think that it was something that was very pushed. Um, like once I said that idea, oh, you know, oh, it so was like, pressured on and it was like off the yeah. hook, you know, kind of thing. Um, and I think I actually understand why, you know, because I think that, um, for example, like both of my parents, and I'm sure like for any immigrant parent, you know, they came from, um, like a third world country, you know. So like my mum from Vietnam, Vietnam was super poor, mm-hmm. you know, and Singapore. Like when my when my dad was a kid was also very very underdeveloped, you know, um, like it was just like a huge kind of like just rural like no roads kind of thing, you know, mm. um, just like mud everywhere. And you know, I think that doctors, um, you know, lawyers, engineers, those kind of jobs are always seen as the high like the highest earning mm-hmm. jobs, and they still are actually, yeah. you know, yeah. in some ways. Like yeah, business, you know, yeah, Jeff Bates, yeah, whatever, you know, like all of the the business billionaires and stuff. And, but and, I think yeah. that like those are seen as so high. So I can understand why, you know, um, because like growing up, maybe they didn't have the opportunity yeah. to get those high earning kind of jobs, mm. you know. So they want to see that for us in our future, you know. But yeah, I think they just want us to have like a stable life. But I think what personally what my parents failed to see is that I can have a stable life doing other things like it doesn't just have to be being a doctor or like an engineer or a lawyer like whatever like I can do other things and still <laughs> have a stable life you know exactly and I think you know it's it's a difference when you go on to a careers website and read oh what does a civil engineer do and you might look at it and be like oh my god that's so interesting yeah. but if you're told that you no no you have to be a civil it engineer it makes me want to do it less it does oh yeah definitely it just conta- it just changes the entire perspective yeah. of that whole job and you're like mm-hmm. I don't want to do that because I'm conforming to their expectations yeah. you know me that's my problem too yeah you know, it's that whole thing about like you know when you're about to go wash the, the dishes and then <laughs> and then someone tells you to go wash the dishes and you're oh, like I'm not actually doing it I'm not gonna do it anymore so mm-hmm. I think like yeah like, no, I was actually planning to do this but you 100% were but if someone tells you to do it like that's my pet, biggest pet peeve yes yeah, no sorry um but yeah I think like I know growing up they were told me oh, you should be a dentist you earn lots of money or you should be a lawyer you, you earn know lots of and, money. and I was like you know now both of those options are out the door but what did I do I didn't just like sit there and be like I'm not doing that I'm not doing anything I I made a plan to like show them what I think I could be interested in how I could make it work but I feel like what is great about that it did like force me to think of something to do but the second thing is like I'm I feel like I have to prove that this is a good job yeah. whereas instead of just saying like it's like you have to pull out a whole slideshow to oh, be like yeah. this is why I should be able to do this job yeah and yes, guess what yes. I can earn this much in less the time you know like, oh uh-huh. my days and half the time you yeah. know it's like it's so tiring having to prove to them 24-7 they're like yes I'm capable of this job and yes I will have a stable life it, it yes, makes money. me so mad honestly oh. one of my biggest pet peeves I feel like I'm, so I'm like hitting something in, inside you guys no, right you now you really are like, yeah I think that it's, yeah, like, it's crazy, eh? Like, I think that um, just because, like, those kind of job titles are always very kind of ingrained as being, like, one of those real best jobs, you Mm -hmm. know? And, I mean, I think they are 
obviously very honorable like mm. yeah, being obviously. a doctor is super honorable yeah. being a lawyer and engineer is also being super super honorable but also being a teacher is very honorable being mm. like an artist an artist yeah. is honorable you know being a psychologist uh-huh. is honorable being a physiotherapist is on you know like all these kind of different things you know and obviously like I think you should do something with your life, you know, in, in the sense that, you know, we are only given one life and we uh-huh. should use it to better this earth and society, mm-hmm. you know, but bettering someone else's life, bettering society comes in many different shapes and forms, exactly. you know what I mean? So I think that um, thinking in one kind of category is never really mm-hmm. the best way to go. You know, you need to think, you know how people say think outside of the box. Like mm-hmm. it's true though, you know, yeah, you need no, to think exactly. like, yeah. And I think in a world where like new jobs are being created all the time, and I think I think they think you can only be successful doing those kind of jobs, yeah. but you, but I think you can find success like in whatever do whatever you do as long as you like really love it, you know, mm-hmm. and you're really passionate about it, and you're working hard. Mm-hmm. But if it's something like you hate doing, like then why what's the point? What is the point? I don't you see know? the point because otherwise your life is just going to be like miserable. Like mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm a doctor and I get paid really well. Mm-hmm. If I don't like it, I don't like it. I'm not going to be. For yeah, you know? what are you you're living it? You're living someone else's life. Yeah, exactly. And you know, yeah. I tried explaining this to my mum the Ugh. other day, and mm-hmm. she was like, "So you're just gonna take away the opportunity for me to say that my daughter's a doctor?" And I was like, "Yes, mum, I am." <laughs> Did you not hear me? <laughs> I just said a whole speech. My God. And then I'll like tell my grandma some options. Like, oh, I'm thinking of being an architect or an engineer. She's like, engineer, engineer, engineer. all the yeah. way. And I'm like, no, 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 they're both my options. She's like, no, 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 no. Engineer. Oh my gosh, but also, guys. I feel like these values have been passed down through our families because mm-hmm. you know, like my dad told you for some reason oh, that, yeah. that his mum tried to force him to be a doctor, but my dad was like really into history and archaeology. Yeah. But his mum's like, no, 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 you're gonna be a doctor, and then it just they drifted because of that because my dad wanted to live his own life, but his mum wanted him to like live yeah his version of his life yeah and it yeah. was like this whole mess and, I and just then think, like your dad went on to tell me to be a doctor yeah <laughs> yeah he did he, he literally <laughs> did it was so weird and my dad tells me to be a doctor like they're willing to send me to another country if it means i get into a medical school to be a doctor yeah <laughs> but sending but sending you like to Christchurch for something you want to do no that's no, out of the no, question no. that's out of the question letting me have a sleepover in my friend's house who mm-hmm. lives across the world Mm-mm. no 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 so apart from sleepovers there's other things that we kind of get like pulled into sometimes um which is like kind of like the g- gender imbalance yeah. sometimes um so like yeah. um i saw a tiktok yesterday <laughs> of course I'm on TikTok. TikTok. of course, um, <laughs> of course. like oh, these like it was like just someone's family and all the the, the men <coughs> who were like gathered mm-hmm. um family they were making the chai they were making the tea boiling it on the stove and i was just blown away that I, was amazing. I was like That's i want crazy, that eh? mm-hmm. i was like they're like never, never all the that. women all the women just never sitting in the it. living room just chatting out and the men were in the kitchen the world the world were the first i think i've seen that tiktok i was i was beyond amazed uh-huh. i was like that's what i want you mm-hmm. know yeah <sighs> but um you know i think that uh okay so i <laughs> right let's see how am i gonna how am i gonna talk about this you know because obviously it is a sensitive topic for some you know and also it's a very important topic too um you know i think that uh one thing when i went to india uh back a couple years ago you know when you know one thing i did see the difference in the gender roles you know <clears throat> and i think that you know the 
coming over here and seeing the difference and how here like there's more equal opportunities and stuff actually made me so thankful to be in a country like new zealand and obviously there are still people that are sexist Mm -hmm. you know and uh the thing is like unfortunately we can can never escape that you know and there will always be uh sexism in our society you know actually just to anyone really you know not necessarily just you know a female even though that is the predominant kind of sexism Mm -hmm. uh you know um and i think that yeah it was really sad because i think that like um you know you shouldn't have to feel limited to what you can do you know just based on gender you know and obviously there are (coughs) uh, more jobs that like women statistically go more into you know Mm -hmm. like maybe like midwifery or something you know um just because you know or in nursing and stuff and you know it's totally fine you know you but at the end of the day you do what you want you know um there should be no kind of barriers yeah exactly yeah Yeah, and I think apart from that Jane which is some really good points there I think just like means you kind of haven't like kind of reached that age but like sometimes you can find like you know women are more especially in like this kind of uh, Desi society like women are more expected to get married at a young age yeah. you know and like having a son is like more valuable mm-hmm. like oh, things yeah. like that and it's like know? our duty to have a family yeah and it's like we're not allowed to date our whole life but as soon as we <laughs> turn 20 they're like so have you met anyone or should I like go find someone for yeah, you yeah cause like Jaden mentioned how he was allowed to go on dates and me and Skinner just like looked at each other like yeah I like, know I saw, I saw that look. <laughs> like, you know do you know like one thing uh is while we're talking about like the downsides of like desi culture you know and all that kind of stuff you know um actually you know there is something called gender-based abortion you know which is when someone aborts their baby you know based on their gender and like what you said about sons being more valuable which is you know not not true you know a baby is as valuable as a baby gets you Mm -hmm. know like it's your kid (laughs) at the end of the day you know um actually like i was uh looking at this article um and uh selective abortion in india could lead to 6.8 million fewer girls being born by 2030 and there is already a gender gap between males and females in india you know um and i mean okay it's really funny because at the end of the day if you want like more generations you need need, both like you you need both you need both parties you know exactly you can't just have all guys you know because then you can't can't realize only women give birth to Uh babies you know yeah things like that and i think um this whole kind of like not being able to like express yourself and and being treated differently to brothers or Mm -hmm. whatever kind of your male cousins or things like that you know it can lead to like you know you wanting to do a whole lot of things behind your parents back tell me about it tell me about it you know (laughs) and i think that i think like yeah that's like fun and exciting and really risky and dangerous but at the end of the day it leads to poor decision making yeah Mm. honestly it does and like things like social anxiety not knowing how to like actually like interact with people and things like that because you've been like kind of deprived yeah we've been like they've totally shut us out from the world because they're so overprotective from us but then they expect us to like go into this world with like full knowledge and like how to talk and speak to people and it's like for you you know me of that one thing that i'm very grateful for and i i know that this is not the the case for a lot of uh kids you know that and i'm very grateful you know like i said before having parents that are not actually that overprotective you know Mm -hmm. and like being exposed to a lot of cultural 
things in a lot of social situations like my parents let me go to like bars when I was a kid to like sing country music <laughs> like it was, it was so funny you know like obviously I can probably I can probably find a photo guys but like um you know as in I you know went and did all of these because uh, I, I did a lot of performing you know uh, still a little bit now but a lot back when I was younger you know I went we went and literally moved to a different country for six months so I could perform in a in a, in a talent show overseas wow. so you know I, I think that um the thing is is like yes I missed six months of school yes you know when I went busking my parents would take me out of school early and stuff but the thing is is because of that I, I you know my my like sense of my social awareness and just like my knowledge about the world and about society actually grew so much you know and like some of that stuff you can't get taught in school about it you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think that yeah just swag but um yeah um I think that another thing just steering away from from families right um is one thing that I think that as as colored people you know as brown people um is that we also uh experience a bit of bullying too Mm-hmm. Yeah, racism. Mm-hmm. A lot of and it. And I think growing up, you don't actually know what that means. Yeah, honestly, and you don't even recognize it. Uh-huh. But thinking back, like it does happen. Yeah, yeah, thinking back, you're like, oh, that that's a bit dodge. Like I know personally, me growing up, I find myself in a lot of situations where people would like, they would like kind of bully me for like my say my skin color. They're like, oh, like why do you look like that? Or like you, your arms like a lot heavier than mine. That comes into like beauty standards as well, but don't don't get me started on those. <laughs> but yeah, and like being called like curry muncher, like bringing my food and having people oh, being yeah. like, oh, like why does your food smell so bad? But then their family got to like an Indian restaurant that night, and then they call themselves like exotic and like really cultured. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's so stupid. It's hundred percent. And I think you know, being like one of the only couple of brown kids at your school, yeah. and them mixing up your name with another brown kid. It's like why don't they mix up all the white kid names? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been my name because like since so I'm since I'm half like Indian you know I think people also they can't tell where I'm from sometimes you know um so I've been mixed up with a lot of Filipino kids like the like their names you know oh, yeah like there's this guy named Steen and sometimes teachers would just be like Steen and I'm like mate I've been here for four <laughs> <Mate>. years <laughs> I'm mate. literally not him you know it's so funny yeah, yeah and um. Yeah, I, get, I think what you mentioned was um, trying to prove yourself to, like, the ESOL teachers and things yeah, like that. Yeah, whenever I went to, like, a new school or, like, met English teachers, I always felt like I had to, like, go the extra mile when talking because I didn't want them to think that, oh, like, I couldn't speak English and, like, assume and put me in ESOL. Because, you know, yeah. that's what happened to me in primary school. I was, oh. like, I was actually, like, super, super shy in primary school. So I didn't talk at all. And because of that, they assumed it's because I didn't understand what they were saying. Right. So they just chucked me into ESOL. <laughs> but to be oh honest, looking back, it was kind of fun because I got to, like, miss out on my maths and stuff. Oh, but beautiful. at the same time, I'm, like... I Why do they assume? Yeah, if you didn't actually need to be there, it's, yeah. it's really not worth uh-huh. your time. And we would write sentences like, I bought a vague yesterday at the warehouse. And they'd be like, you're so good. So like, good. You know, th- so th- those kind of things, I like guess just like looking back at it, you, I, I would feel really annoyed about Yeah, I am. And I feel really hard done by. And I feel like I really relate to that. Like if I walked into a new setting, a new group, I feel like I do have to prove like, hey, I, I can speak mm-hmm. English. And then it's yeah. like when you like stumble upon your words, like I know it's like a small thing and no one cares. But for me, it's like, oh, like do they think like I can't 
speak English properly or like、mm-hmm. can they even understand me or are they just being nice? Yeah, and like having to prove that I, I was born here. Yeah, and then tell、yeah. everyone your life story when they ask where you're from. And and here's the thing, you know, we're not trying to like be like ashamed of who we are or like trying to make、uh-huh. as if you know we're we're actually like New Zealanders. I, you know, we are proud of both sides.、Yeah. You know, I think personally, like. Okay, this is gonna sound kind of bad, but I'm kind of glad I got bullied because, like, oh no, like, like, oh no, because obviously at the time it was like terrible, and I didn't want to come to like development, <laughs> and I didn't want to come to school because of it. But like, I think it made me a lot more empathetic as a person, and now I can really appreciate who I am because, like, like I'm proud of who I am now. Like, I don't、What? care if、you、people. I don't care if people have a problem with me being like Pakistani or like whatever. Like I feel like I can really properly embrace my culture now after going through like all of that at such、mm-hmm. a young age. Yeah. Because sometimes you can feel、um, people calling you whitewashed. Yeah. Have you ever had that experience? Yeah. Oh yeah,、Jayden? definitely. Oh yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot of you know, especially like even having identity crises, crises. <laughs> Sometimes you know, just like not really knowing where you fit in and stuff. But I think that like one thing, like actually, you know,、um, like just you know, being growing up, you know, like I've actually learned a lot more about appreciating my own culture, you know,、yeah. and also like not taking. Crap from anyone, you know,、mm-hmm. who says any different, you know? Because at, at the end of the day, like guys, come on, we're literally like just the human race. Exactly. You know, if you took high school, if you took year eleven biology, you will know why we look different. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So actually, when someone's <laughs> racist, year eleven biology, like common sense.、Please. Oh yeah, literally, you know, like、um, you know. When you're closer to the equator, maybe your skin's darker、yeah. because you've adapted to the light. Wow, you know? Oh, that's crazy!、Wow. So,、uh, if anyone's racist to you, they're probably just uneducated. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But、uh, yeah, oh my gosh, you know it's crazy because I just saw the time, you know, and I I actually、uh, was like to Jay, we only have six minutes left、yeah. because <laughs> this this time has gone by so fast, and we unfortunately we only have a minute left. Yeah, it seems like we're gonna have to come back for part two, Sakina. I think we are because、yes. there is heaps、Thursday. more things that we wanted to talk and discuss、uh-huh. and really important things as well. But I think I want to say a huge thank you for coming on the show today. Anytime, thank you for having me. It's、um, been really fun. I hope you've、um, enjoyed. This <laughs> and you definitely sound like a natural. Oh, really? Yeah. Stop. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think、um, some really good、um, things we've talked about. And if you like missed、um, some parts of it or just joined halfway through, you can go and listen、um, on the oar dot org dot nz. Yeah, website. <laughs> listen、uh, to、uh, just under Global Youth NZ in the Youth Zone. Otherwise, there is a、um, I think it's a Youth Zone app as well. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and hopefully we'll have a part two next、and、week. This is what it was like growing up brown. Yes. You're welcome. We'll see you this time next week. Have a great day. Kaki te. Bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.